Hi, I'm Emily, and Kai's not here because I'm doing the thing where I record the intro to the two-parter that we retroactively split into being a, a two-parter. Um, but when we were recording, uh, she was Kai, and she was drunk, and I was high, and so that can only mean that you are listening to Wine Weed Weird. Ooh. Just in case you haven't been listening long uh, I don't even remember when it started, but we make whale noises now after our introduction. Uh, and you're about to find out when the helicopter was invented. Uh, and we're also going to finally get into, like, the plot of Annie. And, like, there's a lot. There's just a lot of drama. There's a lot that happens. Uh, it's very, very exciting. Um, but first, the ad. It was built in 1939. Where you go, then. Yeah, if this was set in the 20s, there's no chance. There was so later. Well, I feel like it's a a, well, not 39. That's like the the end of the Depression, isn't it? Wasn't that like the very end of the Great Depression? Yeah. Because when did we enter World War II? I think like 32 or 34. Or 40. Mm, No, it had to be 40. 40? It had to be at least late 30s. But I feel no, like- I think it was 41, 42. Yeah. Um, when was that? When was the president the president in this movie? Who <laughs> was that? President was um, Franklin Delano Ro- Roosevelt. Yes. Okay. We're going to like, cross the fact that fucking our- Franklin Delano Roosevelt is a character in this movie absolutely fucking sent me. And it's then, so like, silly. I was like, wait. I was really, really hoping that um, Tim Curry, Granddaddy Wiz, would be fucking FDR, and he wasn't, he was not, nor was he Daddy Warbucks. I had two people I really wanted him to be, and he wasn't them. But his character was still fun. We haven't even gotten to him yet. No. Um, So he... Wait. So Annie's at, she goes to to Mr. Warbucks, and she lives there. And Grace, like, takes care of her, and they kind of bond. They all go see a movie, and they sing a song about it, and then Annie sleeps through the whole movie. Which, and then, like, I don't know, it's like Annie's being treated like she's a very little girl. Like, I feel like she's being treated, and she's, like, behaving like more like a four-year-old in some ways. And mm. mine, she, um, they took her to a Broadway show, and she never fell asleep. She, like, fell asleep, and they brought her home, and they had to, like, change her into her pajamas while she was asleep. And I was just like, I don't feel like my parents were doing that for me when I was eight. Like, I guess I don't really remember. But I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But Maybe I was weird. I don't know. To it. They don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, that, this is all happening, and, like, Mr. Warbucks and Annie are sort of like very slowly circling each other and like maybe he's figuring out that she's cool, whatever. Um, and meanwhile, this guy shows up at Miss Hannigan's. I forget how he like approaches her, but like he shows up with his girlfriend. He's like, I need to borrow some money. And she's like, no. And while she's telling him no, the girlfriend steals something in Miss Havisham's, Hannigan's, and she sees her do it and is like, give me that back. And while this diversion is going on, Rooster, the brother, takes all the money out of her wallet, 
and then they like leave and then like she looks in her wallet and realizes that he robbed her and like that's kind of the introduction to them it's like oh cool so this whole family is very dysfunctional <laughs> that's not what happened to mine at all <laughs> And mine, he walks in and he goes, hey, sis, happy to see me. And she rolls her eyes and is like, they let you out of jail. So she does insinuate. And then he asks for $10 and she says no. But he doesn't steal it from her? He doesn't steal it. She says, I don't have any money. I don't think she had anything to steal. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting change. I guess that saved a little time. So, So that happens. We've been introduced to them. And then... Mr. Warbuck. Okay, so wait. First, Grace says Grace goes to Mr. Warbucks and is like, "I can we can we keep Annie? I want to keep Annie," and is clearly very distraught. And Mr. Warbucks, after very little provocation, is like, "Sure, you know, like I'll do it." Seems good. And it just does not seem like clearly motivated at all. And then there's a whole dance number about how literally everyone in the house is just fucking over the fucking moon about getting to adopt Annie. And I was like, this is, does not feel realistic to me. Why do these servants give a shit? Like, yes, they don't want to pick up after her. We must pander to this child. <laughs> um, I don't, what was that music number? I feel like I didn't get that one. It's like, we're getting Annie. I don't know what the fuck. We did not have that. We had that one. That's upsetting. Yeah. So that was kind of my take on that one. And obviously, this is from the perspective of a child-free-by-choice person. Right. So the concept of adopting <laughs> a child in the first place or desiring a child to come and live with you is, is, is foreign to me, honestly. Um, yeah, it was weird. Um, I'm trying to think. So... And mine, Grace, the assistant, comes in and asks, like, for the adoption papers. So they adopt her, and they're going to tell her that night. And Daddy Warbucks is like, Annie, I want to adopt you. And this is when he becomes Daddy Warbucks. Yes. Well, yeah. He gets kind of sad, or she gets kind of sad, and she's like, well, I like, my parents are supposed to come for me, so I don't think that I can be adopted by you. And then he gets all, he's like, well, Annie, I will find your parents. We are going to find them. We will, you know, I am Daddy, Daddy Warbucks and I called the president on speed dial. It's going to be fine. I will get the FBI involved and we are going to find your parents. And then stupidly, I was like, why would you do this? This is stupid. And I think we kind of missed a lot of the radio scene in ours. It just showed a little bit of it. Um, but he announces on the radio that he will give a $50,000 reward to anyone who is, to whoever is here and his parents, if they can find them. But, like, obviously, then you're going to get a bunch of people who pretend to be her parents. Yeah, and they're, like, surprised parents. by this later. Like, they're yeah. shocked and dismayed that these people would masquerade as parents. $50,000 in 19-whatever-it-was. That's Maybe so much it was money. 39 because there was a kid there was a helicopter. But we think it was said in 1920, in the 20s. Um, it was during, okay. <clears throat> I've heard a voice from the bathtub. <coughs> Excuse me. It was set during the Depression. It, it feels makes, right. Like that it was set track. during the FDR presidency. We know that much. 
Yes, which was from like 1932 is when he was first selected. And then he died in 1945. Okay, so it was not, so it was not the 20s. No, it was the 30s. Well, the 30s was the depression, right? Because we had the roaring 20s and then we had the sadness. Yeah. So that tracks during the depression in the 30s. But I just don't think he had a helicopter. Yeah. That feels absolutely inaccurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 50,000 in the Great Depression. That's a wild amount. Everyone would want that. Like, I want $50,000. Yeah. Right now, in the day of our Lord and Savior 2022. Yeah, I would do a lot for that. I wouldn't adopt a kid. No. You'd no, not actually have money once you have a kid, damn. But would be fun to have $50,000 rewarded to me. Wouldn't mind. If you have $50,000 you want to reward to us, leave us a voice. If you feel like rewarding us $50,000, yeah, you could go to anchor.com slash weird. We are accepting. We will make, uh, we will allow you to have our PayPal or Venmo information. Yes, we are accepting donations of $50,000 or more. Or more. You know, don't feel limited. I think that's important. But if you have, like, a, a money control kink or, like, a degradation kink, like, we're here. We'll take your money. We'll do it. Let us know. Fine. Leave us that voice memo. Let Good. us know. Voice memo. Uh, anyway, so so they're going to keep Annie. Or they thought they were going to keep Annie, but now they're not because they're going to find the parents. And so then, in my version, this couple shows up at Miss Hannigan's door and they're explaining how they finally have this this little diner or something, and they can finally take Annie. They're here to take Annie back. And then the, it turns out to be Rooster and the girlfriend in disguise. Yes. And that happens in mine as well. Which I, I don't, don't... Oh, no. Oh, I guess... No. I guess I do know why they went. They had to go to Miss Hannigan because they needed the details about the parents to better impersonate them. Yes. And that's why they cut her into the deal. Yes. So, in mine, first off, a part I liked. So, I had Kristen Chenoweth in it. She played Lily St. Regis, who was uh, Rooster, the brother's girlfriend. And she what comes a in name. and she said, Yeah, she was named after the St. Regis Hotel. Um, so they come in, which if that's implied that that's where she was conceived, right? Uh, oh, maybe. I mean, that was they just said she was named after the Saint Regis, but I feel like that's like a subtle, like this woman's a floozy. It it might be. <laughs> Wait, what is the Saint Regis like? What is it? I mean, it's just a hotel, but it's like okay. You know, like the trope of like naming your kid after where they were conceived. Right. Okay. I thought it meant she was like fancy. Maybe she was like high dollar, but mm-hmm. I guess maybe not. I'm. Sure, um, I could be wrong. But it's mine an interpretation. Is in, so it could just be Disneyfied. Um, but she comes in and she says she was a little boy. I mean, girl, it's just so hard to know when they have no hair. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of silly. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to know. You're confused. It's hard Um, to know when they have no hair. But then in my version, because Miss Hannigan knows so much about Annie, she becomes the fake mom. 
Does that mm. yours? No, no. In mine, she's not a fake mom. The the girlfriend is. In mine, she's a fake mom. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you think she wouldn't be able to get away with that. Right. Right. That. And then also that now she's acting with her brother. I don't know. Weird to me. Weird. weird. Um, they have weird vibes. They're weird. Weird family. Um... And oh, and in mine, there's this really key thing where when Daddy Warbucks, Warbucks is being like, I'm going to adopt you, he presents her with a locket. And she's yes. like, oh, I already have a locket. And it's this broken locket. Her parents have the other half. Um, and that's how Annie will know for sure that they're her parents. Yes, I have that too. And, and then Miss um, Hannigan says, well, you know, a few years back, I got a letter saying that Annie's parents died. And they sent me all the parents' effects. And the other locket half was with the effects. So, like, if we have that, then they'll definitely believe you. Um, and, like, that's just this extra layer of, like, fucking needlessly cruel. This woman never told Annie her parents are dead. Right. <laughs> that wasn't in mine. No? No, that was not in mine. Um, what was in your, like, how did they, did they have the other half of the locket? So in mine, I think they had a locket. I think they knew to bring a locket and none of the other fake families knew to bring a locket, but it wasn't, definitely wasn't the other half. They just kind of quickly shoved it against them and they're like, look, we have the locket, blah, 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 carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then FDR <laughs> is the one who tells her her parents died. Oh my God. The FBI, the FBI traced the handwriting from the letter. And that's how they figured it out. That I don't think that happened in mine. No. I was like, how? That just feels not super I feel like in mine, they don't ever actually tell her her parents are dead. Really? It's just like. Maybe they did. I might have forgotten. But the way I remember it, she gets like, you know, they they trick them. They take the $50,000 check. And Annie, she realizes like the jig is up because Miss Hannigan's in the car. She tries to cry for help, but they're, like, driving away. And then there's, like, a whole wild chase scene involving attempted murder. Oh, my God. And a child hanging from a bridge. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Um, and I and then, like, she gets rescued, and then she's, like... And then they have a cute little song about Mr. Daddy Warbucks being her daddy. Um, and it's, like, a little bit creepy. I it's It's a little bit too much of that thing of, like... Daddies are kind of dating their daughters and it's cute. Uh-huh. Which like I fucking hate. I think that's so gross uh-huh. and creepy and like uh-huh. just absolutely like the sexualization of children and the objectification of women like it's all just tied into that fucking dynamic. I hate it so much. Um And Yeah, I don't think he, they ever actually say like your parents are dead. Weird. They definitely say that. They're not on screen anyway. Like, I guess she clearly knows. So in mine, because Miss Hannigan, well, okay, first off, I just want to say that after they had all of the fake people before Miss Hannigan and Rooster show up, um, oh, yeah, right. Has another conversation with Annie kind of being like, you know, no one showed up, but I would still like to take you into my home if you would like it and she was like 
she's just so convinced that her parents are coming back and she says i don't know if i can um i like i just love them so much i don't know if i can love anyone else and i was like my girl i get it but first off you're 11 you don't really know and you haven't even met these parents ever like they could i know you've created this whole like beautiful idea of who they are and what they do but you don't know <laughs> they could have been real shitty people mm-hmm. so like how do you and have- also love is not a finite resource here's someone right here in front of your face saying i want to take you in and make you family like if your parents show up like you can figure that out you can co-parent you can whatever you know right but you just like you just don't know but he's like okay whatever um and then so in mine because lily saint regis doesn't know enough and she's too dumb i guess they're like it's only going to be rooster and miss hannigan so they come in they do the whole act and the miss whatever lily saint regis who's Kristen chenoweth is sitting playing poker with all of the other little orphans so she's keeping an eye on them and she says something she loses a bunch of money so she's like where am i gonna get the 400 dollars that i owe these little children and she's like oh wait pretty soon i'm gonna be rich because this hannigan and rooster are at daddy warbucks and then they're like oh you're there daddy warbucks like that's where annie is what's going on so they all get suspicious and they corner her and make her tell them what is going on and, which seemed pretty pathetic. I was like, you could have come up with a very easy explanation if you tried, but you didn't try. And so then all of the orphans run in. Oh, well, so she, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. That's fine. But she, I think, realizes that at some point, Rooster threw her under the bus for something he did. And so then she had to go spend time at Rikers Island. And so she gets mad. So she fought, goes with the orphans to go oh wow get them in trouble none of this is in my version oh my goodness so (laughs) i can't wait to hear how your version ends um so they all storm in and they go we love you miss hannigan and so then before anyone has left the mansion they all realize that is miss hannigan and it is not annie's parents who are pretending to be the munches and so it's like you know scheme is blown everything is there and then there's the fbi and then there's the president the president has wheeled in quite literally um because he was in a wheelchair um so he has wheeled on in and he with the fbi to get these people and so they have like kind of a weird exit scene and miss hannigan's like oh i'm going to the nut house basically is what she's saying (laughs) which was weird um and then fdr presents annie with the information that her parents have died and i was like what is going on why is the president here (laughs) why is the president here i feel like there's more pressing matters but okay this is not right um and then she had a happy home with daddy warbucks from there on out oh my god that's so different what happened in yours so in mine, um, I'm trying to think like where, okay, so they, so it was the girlfriend and Rooster who go and they successfully get Annie, like 
they they see they've got the other half of the locket. This must be them. They believe their story. And like Daddy Warbucks is very clearly like very sad and like bitter about them having been found. Like really doesn't want to give Andy Andy to them. And Annie's also clearly like very sad, like does not feel excited, does not like run over and give her mom a hug. Like it's just like, and it's like very clearly like this is not right. Like even if they are her parents, this is not right. Like, come on, guys. Right. The fuck, you know? And she's up there with Grace and she's like, I can't have all those dresses when I go live with my parents. It'll make them sad because they don't have any money. Can you give those to my orphan's friends or whatever? Which is weird. We did not have that. Yeah, so that happens. And then they all go out to the car and they have the check from Daddy Warbucks. He gives them the check for $50,000. And they go out and then there's Hannigan's in the car. So right away it's like, oh no, you know, this is a trick. Um, and they go driving off and she's like fighting and screaming. And then it, I think it goes back and shows Grace and Daddy Warbucks being very sad. And I think also around this time, the orphans, they do find out that this is happening. Like, the littlest one learns it somehow. And at first, no one will listen to her. But she makes them listen. Um, I think Miss Hannah, she overhears Miss Hannigan say something. Oh, like, on the phone. Yeah. I kind of feel like I remember that. Yeah. And so, like, then she gets them to listen. And so then they all, like, run away en masse. They sneak out. Um, although Miss, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she found them because Miss Hannigan's not there. But anyway, she finds out. They all go running off, so they're looking for them. And then I think that um, at some point Annie like is like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. You have to pull over." And when they pull over, she like, I think she just bolts basically. And when they and she's able to like get the check from them and like run away with the check, which honestly, kid, spiteful. Like, leave the fucking check. They won't give up. They won't really care about you if they have the check. Like, they don't want it anyway. Like if and if you can get back to Daddy Warbucks, either way, you can just stop paying on the fucking check. Or like, who cares? He probably has that money to spare. Like right. Like it'll like, be okay. They're gonna chase you, and you'll be in danger if you have the check, my dude. So then she like they corner her and she rips off the check, which again does not seem like a smart decision from um, simply a survival standpoint. Because now you are worth nothing to them. That's a good point. Like, this doesn't seem smart. And then Rooster literally is like, I will kill you. (laughs) And is running after her and trying to catch her in order to murder her. And she climbs up whatever bridge. I don't know what bridge it's supposed to be. But she climbs up the bridge. Um, And, like, Daddy War... And then I think the orphans have by now gotten to Daddy Warbucks. And they say to Daddy Warbucks, like, oh, Annie's in trouble. And then they, that's when they go and get in the helicopter. Side note, there are not one but two racially insensitive characters in the 1982 Annie. I don't want to gloss over that fact. Um, they're both, like, likable characters, but they are, like, stereotypes. It's very cringy. It's not cool. Um, and the one saves Annie because he unwinds his turban and climbs down it. To save her what? from the bridge. What? Yeah. I don't remember that. That's, wow. <laughs> that that happened, yeah. So, um, just be, you should know that that is a thing that's in this movie before you watch it. Um, and 
Yeah. So that, so like, oh, and this is the thing. Remember I mentioned that Miss Hannigan had this redemption arc. So um, Rooster's like literally like running to climb the bridge to push her off because he's going to murder her. And Miss Hannigan's like, Rooster, you can't. She's just a baby. And like runs after him and grapples with him to try to stop him from murdering Annie. But I think he like knocks her out or something and keeps going. Um, and that's when like they're climbing up the bridge together. It's looking real bad. At one point, Annie's just hanging off the bridge, screaming like, someone save me. Wow, I don't remember any of that. It's really quite a thing. And then she is saved by the bodyguard who unwound his turban and tied it to the helicopter and climbed down it to save oh, her. Wow. Yeah, it's not. I feel like that also insinuates that that turban is extremely long. Well, they are very long. Are they? Yeah, but I don't think they're that long. I mean, I guess I honestly, I don't know. I know that they're like a single long piece of fabric that has been wrapped in this way. But I could not tell you like the average length of of a turban. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so that happens. But they do save her. And I think Rooster is killed. Like, I think he does fall off the bridge and dies. Um, And then... Oh, no. A voice from the bathtub says he was arrested, actually. My cat... My cat... (laughs) Irene has a problem with this slipper. You remember we were away for a week in Tennessee? Uh Uh-huh. Well, we came home. And you know how, like, when cats are home alone, like, stuff just ends up out. Like, it's like they have nothing to do. Yeah. So we have a basket under our couch full of slippers, and one of them was out of the basket and was like laying like next to their hammock, and it was like, oh, who knows? They dug that out. They got bored, and like we, I didn't even put it away for like a day or two, and then I noticed one night Irene is just staring intently at the slipper, and she's doing that cat thing where she very slowly and like tentatively like holds out a paw and then taps the slipper and like jumps away, uh-huh. <laughs> like she's expecting it to do something, and I'm just like, Irene, what? what is wrong like what did this what did this slipper do to you and like that's already weird that that happened once but i put the slipper away and then the other night i caught her like staring at it under the couch in the basket and doing the thing and she managed to drag it out and put it back on the floor and just now she did it again <laughs> and i'm just like what what is what happened you have a you possessed slipper <laughs> like what's going on that's silly it's so silly it's such a silly cat thing like how are you so smart and so dumb (laughs) they are so in between the two yeah gotta love them no you have to it's just hilarious um so yeah that was just a little bonus side note for you um so yeah they save her and then there's the big dance number with her and daddy warbucks where it's like, it says something about how they're tying the knot. I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. That's weird to me. They're tying the knot. Yeah. It's like that weird, like, we're mm-hmm. we're a family and we're a doting father and daughter. And that means kind of like we're dating. Oh. No, it's weird. so creepy. Um, orphans and the orphans are all wearing the dresses that Annie wanted to give away. And we see Miss Hannigan dancing with somebody, like, in the crowd at this big, like, adoption party thing. Like, she has been redeemed and is, like, it seems like she's still an alcoholic, but, like, I guess that's okay. Um, Which there's something to be said for that, for, like, loving someone and redeeming them even though they have a flaw. Like, you know. Right. 
substance people with substance abuse disorders are people deserving of love and dignity uh yeah mine she just went straight to jail <laughs> slash the nut house yeah <laughs> the insane asylum nut house is not appropriate i feel like that's what she calls it though but she did not use a correct term yeah did not for sure um so yeah the two films ended very differently one more um, dramatic than the other for sure. yeah for sure <laughs> Um, so you've kind of heard the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you can choose the version that you want to watch at this point. There also is a new Annie. Oh, shit. They came out a few years ago, so I would also be interested in watching that. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll watch that one and then report the back. Differences. Yeah. I feel like it's more modern day, too, so I'm wondering that orphan situation, how that... Yeah, how's that? Hands out. Like, handling yeah. that, exactly. Do not know. Do not know, Joe. Yeah, curious. We'll figure it out. Report back. Um. Well, that's not all I have to say, I think. Yeah, I think that's all. I think that's all I have to say about Annie. So, <laughs> there you so, go. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, you know. Uh, we already told you about the voice memos. You can also leave us a review, a rating and a review wherever you listen. If you have access to either you listen on Apple Podcasts or you know someone who does or you know someone with an iPhone, uh, get on there. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really makes a difference to the algorithm in terms of people just finding us and getting a chance to listen. Um, yeah. And until next time, I'm Emily. And I'm Kai. I've been a little drunk. I've been a little high. Oh, okay, quick. I'm going to add this PS wrap. <laughs> um, I might post this video that I took before I watched Annie. Um, I had like, I just wanted to like record what I thought Annie was about before I watched it. Um, what? <laughs> for posterity. <laughs> so maybe I will post that. Maybe I'll like make us a TikTok or something. Okay, um, I like that. Post that there, maybe. So you can search for Wine Weed Weird on TikTok and see if we're there. Um, and maybe if I do that, then by the next episode, I'll be able to tell you what our TikTok is for real. Who could know? Uh, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> do, we, do we need to start the outro over? I mean, or we could just end with our end. I think that's fine. More aesthetic. And All right. this was Wine Weed Weird. 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 Weird.